Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Kimberly Friedmutter. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for asking. Oh, you betcha. I was happy to hear that you're a native of Texas. We just moved to Texas, so we're loving your home state. But you're here today to talk about your wonderful book, Subconscious Power, Use Your Inner Mind to Create the Life You've Always Wanted. And more than ever, businesses need that. Right now, we're a business show. And whether you're a business owner or not, people are freaking out. They're like, how am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to keep my business open? How am I going to pay my employees? And that whole mess of thinking and thought can just run you down a path of total doubt and and hopelessness. But you're going to change that for us. And uh, so thank you to coming to Savvy today. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Yes, my book is called Subconscious Power. Use your inner mind to create the life you've always wanted. And self-explanatory as it is, there's never been more of a time where fear and anxiety and stress has been at all time recorded highs, and rightly so. So what I like to say is that, you know, there's the consciousness, which is the part of us that does experience, you know, the running around and the task making and the calendar keeping. So all of that part of us that's conscious. And then just below Below the layer of consciousness is a beautiful part of our mind called the subconscious. And that's where it's at. That, that is our nirvana because in that layer is who you really, really are. It's that you inside of you that you feel and how I feel differently than you and you feel differently than me. It's what sets us apart from each other. So that would encompass our belief systems, our symbolism, our fears, anxieties, um, addictions, our joys, our empathy, our sympathy all of those parts of us that are what we call the soft protocol. And so it's very important in a very loud, noisy, chaotic environment where I say the consciousness is turned up and that volume is so loud that the chatter overrides your own internal GPS system, which would, of course would be lodged in the subconscious. Yeah. When we regulate that volume of the subconscious and we turn up that volume and we really start to listen to our inner needs, desires, wants, hopes, aspirations, goals, fears, all of the positive and negative things that we experience in a lifetime, that's when we can get in touch with our primal selves. That primal self, like I'd referred to earlier as your internal GPS, is what really guides us into and out of the situations we experience while we're here. Mm, That is so great to talk on this subject because what I heard right during Corona, I felt it myself during the whole shutdown around the whole country and world, um, is there was a sense of loneliness and fear and and just like, ah, and what I did get afterward, and it happened for myself as well, is that now you're just stuck with all this time you didn't have before, and it allowed me to realize, well, you know what? I kind of like this time for myself, and it allowed myself and, and many I talked to to really get in touch with some of those things you forgot about, like what are my greatest joys? What are my passions? What What do I like in life? What do I want in life? If there was one thing that people complained about most pre-COVID was not having enough time to do, you know, the simple things or the strategic things or the practical things like cleaning closets and spending time with children and things like that, that, that I know fathers longed for a lot. Fathers in business especially would say, oh my gosh, you know, if I only had the time. Well, the time is here <laughs> and we've had the time. I know a lot of people have put on what I call the COVID-15, which is the 15, <laughs> like the college 15 or the freshman 15 pounds, right? So isolation really did 
force us in interior. So it forced us in. And in that forcing us in, you know, of course, sometimes there's going to be things we see that we don't like about ourselves and others that we cohabitate with. And then there's going to be things that we feel like we could really amplify and enhance about ourselves that we do like. So it did. It was a global um, interiorizing, I guess, of, of sorts that really brought us back to this interesting space. And that's if you use the time, you know, wisely and, and really uh, respectfully and thoughtfully. If you didn't, then you may have experienced what many did, which was, you know, suicidal thoughts and fear and anxiety and sleeplessness and addiction and all those things, because what we focus on grows, what we practice, we get better at. And so in this, what are you practicing and what are you focusing on is the big question. Yeah. And as we continue to go forward and we don't know where COVID is really going um, and the future is it's ever changing. Um, what do you find is could be a good point of our audience to pay attention to in the months going forward to grow themselves? It's an interesting thing because there's so much. First of all, the book has is full of hypnotic hacks, which are really fast, little everywhere from three seconds to 30 seconds to maybe three minutes long, little quick exercises. I wasn't into anything long and drawn out. I did write the book pre-COVID, and it's now out in paperback, and it's available at retailers nationwide. And I'm appreciative that the time has met the information in the book, because, you know, all things do have to kind of float in high tide, right? All things rise. And so they met each other in this beautiful uh, synchronistic time and moment. There are a few things that thrive in times of, of uh, sadness and despair. One is mental health. The second is alcohol. And the third is sugar. <laughs> so it's <laughs> the trifecta. And so if you're going to appreciate mental health, then I would say that the quickest, fastest, most beautiful, fast, fast exercise that you can do anywhere is engaging your peripheral vision. So if you're either listening or watching, if you just look at a point in front of you and just focus on that point, it can be anywhere. You can even do this with your eyes closed if you choose. Say in the middle of the night, if you're woken up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep, you just imagine a focal point. You stare at that point and allow your eyesight to gently diffuse to each side. So this is engaging your peripheral vision. If you're listening or watching and you have trouble connecting to that, just raise your hands and wiggle your little fingers on either side of your eyes so that you can draw your eyesight out into your periphery. The reason this works and this and this works to combat or completely alleviate negative emotions. When you're experiencing a negative emotion, it's because you're focused. You're focused on it. You may not feel focused on it, but believe me, you are. Anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, disappointment, frustration, annoyance. It doesn't matter what it is. Anxiety, panic, doesn't matter. You cannot think and connect to two things at the same time. So when you focus on that point, it takes your focus off of that thing. When you broaden your horizon, your perspective, your vision, hence peripheral vision, now you see a wider, broader picture. What does that do to the brain? Is it allows you then to see that brighter, wider picture. And so that alleviates any negative emotion. You can do this in the parking lot of your supermarket. You can do it, like I said, when you're sleeping in the middle of the night, you've woken up, you can close your eyes. It's similar to counting sheep, you know, brain-wise. So when you're counting sheep, I don't know what your sheep do, but mine go from left to right and they hop over a little fence in between. And so instead of doing that metronomic hopping over, you're actually just doing it like this. They also call it the training state. It's also used for public speaking. Your peripheral vision is one of your most powerful tools for your mind 
And we, I, I venture to say we rarely utilize it in this way. So that's pretty special and very, very quickly done. You know, it's just like instant. Wow. My, my husband's a pilot. So he always said, I, I imagine the airplane over the threshold over and over again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You go. That's exactly it. Yeah. You've got it. Perfect. You know, it's interesting, uh, Kimberly. Uh, earlier in the year, before the whole COVID thing, I was thinking of a vision of where I wanted my business and my life to go. And I've always used, because I'm not really visual, but I need visual representation sometimes to see my greater goal. So I put together what people call a vision board or something like that. And I just put okay. where we want to go, la, la, la. And I put it out there. And one of the things was moving to Texas before my husband was really on board. He's like, what? What are you doing? And, I, and then, just to make it more real for me, I actually made a public announcement. In six uh-huh. months, I'll be in Texas. And people were like, my husband was like, what? What did you just put online? Where are we going to be in six months? He was just like a little freaked out. But, um, you know, he, he came around. He loves Texas now. Uh, but the deal was, <laughs> it was funny. Putting it out there just totally made it real. The visual representation helping me get more visual on it. And then also just kind of putting it out there helped me keep on a focused road towards it. And it's kind of worked for me. I mean, what have you found? Well, you absolutely um, materialized and actualized one of the chapters and one of the principles. There's six basic principles, and one of those is move toward or away. And a lot of people, when they're unhappy, you know, we focus on the people that are unhappy. <laughs> There's also enhanced performance and people that are fine and just want to elevate their, their performance and such. But when you're unhappy where you've been, say, mm-hmm. you can look at your perspective and your trajectory and see, do you move away from things that are upsetting to you or do you focus and move toward things that please you. So for example, yours is the perfect example of moving towards something that you wanted. You had that seed, you let that germinate, you nurtured it, fed it, watered it, and grew it into your reality. And that's how we do that. So you've actually just done one of the principles in the book. <laughs> Congratulations. <Yay. laughs> yeah. And there's so many ways of going about it, but really that visualization, it's funny because you're so beautiful and you're so visual that I'm surprised that you're not, you know, usually, I think you said you weren't usually visual, but yeah. So yeah. that's, um, it's very important because like my husband's an architect. And so he literally dreams things in his mind that, that end up being real actual solid monolithic buildings and um you know that is where things come from in fact atria books which is the imprint that published this and simon schuster my book is uh, the same imprint that published the secret and when we look at the secret we say well where do those impulses come from where do those desires and dreams and whatever you're putting out into the ethers and universe come from that seedling is that subconscious mind. It's very scientific and it's very real. And regardless of how people feel about the secret at the end of the day, when you put something out there and like you said, actualizing it into really saying it, you know, our word was our bond, right? Our word before we were writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we were writing actually actualized our next move and, and uh, you know, gave people an idea, a roadmap perhaps of where we were headed. And that's exactly what you did with it. Beautiful. Well done. It's interesting, interesting, Kimberly, because you can do the same thing you just mentioned earlier of staying where you don't want to stay. And I was in a situation prior to that, which was really unhealthy, working with a client that was, and I guess kept rolling around in it, as you said, just focusing on the problem, focusing on the area I didn't want to be until we had a breaking up. And it was the best thing ever, because then I realized I was focusing and then keeping myself in that negative space when I had a choice to leave it. And sometimes you don't realize the choices you have. 
There's options, even in suicide. I, you know, talk to a lot of folks that are having a real struggle right now with, you know, even just wanting to be here and even wanting to have the the hope and the idea of even getting out of all this. And the there's always options. There's still, even though they're very obscure and hard to find at times, there's still options. Even in that desperate, desperate state, there are usually at least two ways out of a situation. So yes, it's that you know that hope and that little tender seed that lies within each of us. That's deep in the subconscious. It's, I liken it to a to an eight-year-old inside like if you had a little eight-year-old child next to you and maybe some of your listeners or viewers do is that child you would protect and you would nurture what that child sees hears eats comes into contact with feels you would do all that and so I urge you and in the book it's it's pretty well spelled out how to do it is to really nurture that part of you because she or he is your internal stenographer and really recording everything without a day break. You know, your subconscious is everything. It's your immune system. It's everything that's you. And uh, she or he is working very diligently, even through the night when you're sleeping and dreaming and bringing in millions of bits of information through your eyesight alone. So imagine multiplying that times all the senses and then dumping information during the nighttime that could come across as dreams um, or nightmares or whatever the thing is. But that subconscious is constantly working for you. It's like the screensaver behind your laptop or your computer. It's literally that rest mode. I call it zoning out because a lot of times people will ask, you know, is it the same as meditation or is it different? And they start the same where you'd close your eyes and go within just to get centered like most protocols do. But then they're, they're completely different. So zoning in with meditation where you're focusing on the breath and you're keeping thoughts at bay. Whereas with trance, which is just a deep state of relaxation, Mm -hmm. you are zoning out. You're allowing everything to come to you. You're allowing solutions and issues and, um, you know, answers to problems and maybe inspirations. You know, Mozart historically was known to be addicted to trance and he composed a lot of his operas while in trance. And so you can imagine if you're in the creative sciences, you might really reach for those moments of inspiration. And if you just Google, you know, who, who has, you know, enjoyed that's famous, you might know who's enjoyed hypnosis. You'll be surprised at all the names that come up of the greats throughout history. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the dumping of your mind because I worked many years ago with a mentor and I totally didn't know anything about the subconscious. She studied a little bit hypnosis and NLP. And uh, so we got to working together. And at one point I told her I was really disturbed. And she said, why? In one of our sessions, and I said, well, I keep having these dreams of people vomiting myself and others. And it happened like all night, like every night. And it's really disturbing. And so I told her that and she said, well, it seems to me like you've got some toxic in you, some toxic ideas or whatever. You're just trying to get out and you're, it wants to be released. And so we went and we started to examine that. And it was interesting because she, she actually from that point started to say, let's just examine your dreams every night. It's, It's trying to tell you something. Use that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it can be, you know, it really is what it means to you. And, you know, those, those symbolic moments, you know, people with their teeth will fall out in their dreams or whatever, you know, like all these things and say, what is it to you? Because, you know, that, that inner stenographer is like really paying attention to every single thing. And in that training state that I was speaking of earlier, the peripheral state is you can also retrieve information that way. So let's say that if you're a student now going back to school or college, you can read information while you're in periphery. You'd be shocked how easy it is to live in periphery. It's really quite wonderful. (laughs) And so if you read in that state, Uh then you go back into that state for recall and your comprehension is higher. 
it's a great way to, to comprehend information that you're taking in. That's great. It's, you don't have to struggle as hard as a student. Great, great information for people studying now and going back to school. Well, this uh, is such a fascinating chat, Kimberly. I know we could go on so much longer, but uh, I want everyone to find out where they can find out um, where they can find out more about you. Get a wonderful copy of your book, Subconscious Power. How can they do that? Thank you. So it's available at retailers nationwide, all over online. It just came out last Tuesday. It's in its third reprint since it's been out. I know people really are grabbing for information. I'm delighted to be able to to service anyone who's interested that way. It is called Subconscious Power. Use your inner mind to create the life you've always wanted. I have a website at KimberlyFriedMutter.com, which is F-R-I-E-D, spelled like fried, pronounced like Fried, <laughs> Mutter, M-U-T-T-E-R.com. And there's a newsletter sign up and there's information. You can buy the book from that website, you know, through Amazon or wherever you choose to do your retailing. And it's just really special. One of the, so Forbes had written up the book about one of the most savvy books on business that you may or may not have read and CNN listed it as one of Amazon's number one beach reads. And so it's like really across the board, like lawyers, entrepreneurs, CEOs, you know, CNBC did a thing on it. And it's just really, it's touched a lot. It's like a country hit, speaking of Texas, going pop, right? <laughs> going mainstream <laughs> is that, you know, we all have a mind. If you have a brain, you're in the game. And I urge you to use it just to make your life easier and more comfortable. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned this isn't just for Woo, whatever. Um, you mentioned the secret before. Some people might listen and be like, well, this, I'm a business person. I don't read those sort of books. But no, I mean, for me, when I worked with my mentor and she was a business coach for me, she brought in some of these concepts that have been truly helpful to me in growing myself as a person, as a business owner. So don't, oh, yeah. don't, don't rule it out. It really no, works. actually far from woo-woo, all brain science, all very well studied, all very well documented. I'm a member at large at UCLA Health System Board. Absolutely not woo-woo whatsoever. Um, you know, we don't, I wanted a book where people didn't have one more thing to do. It gave them a thousand less things to do. I didn't want to put anything on the market that was going to be one more thing, like a, what I call a shelf help book instead of a self-help book. <laughs> so, so it really is. I mean, it's great for all ages. My father's 91. He's reading it now. Children read it. It's just really, really special and all about mind science. That's awesome. Also, I know it'll help everyone out there who gets a copy and everyone who listened in today. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Thank you, honey. If you liked this episode, please share. To hear more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.